And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. She's a comedian who may have watched too many Hallmark Christmas movies recently. And she was found compulsively baking cookies and hugging complete strangers while whispering in their ear, You are important to someone. Merry Christmas. It's Jenna Kim Jones. And he's a man they call the 1970s executioner because he loves to fry turkeys. It's Alan Moss. Chef Jeff is here to mash your sweet potatoes. I'm her husband Daniel and proud veteran of the war on Christmas saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little cinnamon sticks. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday episode. I would like to say hello to my guests. Hello, Jenna Kim Jones. Hi. Hi, Alan. Hello. Hey, Daniel. Hi. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Allison. Say, what's your favorite part of the Thanksgiving dinner? Medazolam. Oh, Ooh. my too. <laughs> oh, boy. If only. If only it was Medazolam and not tryptophan. I want to call it L-tryptophan. As if it's some kind Spanish. of Spanish, yeah, some El kind Tripton. of is, <laughs> right. I, I have a question: Is a cinnamon stick technically a carb? Like, you don't really eat a cinnamon stick, honey. You're right. I think it's more of a fibrous, woody kind of thing. I was yeah. looking for something holiday-ish. A, yeah. Yes. Well, unless you, it's a cinnamon candy stick. R- well, yes. Could oh, also count as right. a cinnamon True. stick. I would so. personally steer clear of that candy, though. I would not be. You Ooh, know I what? Like I'd it. be like, oh, this is not cherry. I got bamboozled. Ooh, no. I pick cinnamon all day over cherry. Really? Oh, Could yeah. you yeah. grab a handful of jelly bellies and just eat them indiscriminately, knowing that there might be a cinnamon mixed in? Because I I feel like there's certain flavors that need their own precious attention separate from the like cinnamon yeah. can't be yeah. mixed mint can go fuck itself well yeah that's um, my whole thing with jelly bellies you can't mix them they have um they all have like fruit fruity tutti fruity and grape and lime and cherry and coconut and coffee yes <laughs> and you're like yes when am I popping a bunch of fruit and <laughs> totally. coffee at the same fucking time agreed like, think about it. Jelly bellies are terrible for that reason. Yeah. And I will not buy them because of it. Yeah. It's like, um, hey, everybody, I made some coffee in the break room. I snuck uh, in one of the pots. I snuck in some dog shit. (laughs) But you won't know which. I was going to say salmon, but I guess dog shit is even worse. Or it's like taking your coffee and then also doing a suicide on the soda machine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I bet the jelly belly flavor artist probably hates the fact that people grab handfuls and don't appreciate the... (laughs) delicate nuances of his flavor right because they think they do sell boxes where they're they're separate yeah for really fastidious jelly bean eaters or Mm. if when i worked at dylan's candy bar in new york we would sample always dropping that name i know thank you (laughs) it's so cool i know where's Um, my discount (sighs) jody sawyer everybody I just want people to know that when I talk about candy, that I have some street cred behind it. Right, you know yeah. what I mean? Like I, I actually, you're not a civilian. Am, you're I'm a an expert. She's not a candy dilettante like the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> She's a professional candy clerk. Mm-hmm. Well, we had the Jelly Belly wall, and then we would make flavors. Oh. So you would go like, well, you need a cherry and a chocolate. Then you have a chocolate covered cherry. If you do mm. like a lemonade and a pink one or cotton candy, then you have like a 
pink lemonade. I don't. Nice. We used to have to make combinations like that to I try like to that. sell more. And then would this go on some kind of chalkboard somewhere? Yeah, would yeah or we would. There would be someone assigned there, so when people would walk up, be like, "Would you like to try our new cotton candy lemonade?" This look of horror on my face is if I were in Dylan's candy bar and there was some like officious, and I don't even know if I'm using that word correctly. That's a, there's a few words I never know if I'm using them correctly. Officious is one. Mm-hmm. Um, insouciant is another. Um, those are the main ones that are coming to me right now. But anyway, if, if it was Jenna, I'd be happy because Jenna is so nice and she's neither officious nor insouciant. <laughs> Thank you. I don't think she is. Um, but anyway, if there was someone who, who was like all up in my grill mm-hmm. while I was trying to buy candy, I would, I would have to sneak out of there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I probably was that person, though, too. But it I sounds was like, like they made I you need- be that way. Oh, we, yeah. We had to really sell it. We were really... It was intense. I feel like that's a, a, a place where if you worked there, the soundtrack would drive you insane. You, oh, my gosh. What I cannot hear... Um, it's just candy songs. I love candy. <laughs> sugar, sweet, lollipop, yeah. or oh. whatever. Oh, my gosh. It's lollipop, the same 12 songs. Yes, oh that one. No. It's so bad. Yeah. So bad. Yes. Like, I'll be in there for five minutes, and uh, already I'm, like, yes. going crazy. Torture. Mm-hmm. Torture. It's also, the last time I was in there, incredibly expensive outrageous when i worked Mm -hmm. there it was 12 years ago now Mm -hmm. oh my gosh and it was ten dollars a pound i don't even know what it is now that is so expensive now it's probably like 14 15 dollars would be my guess not a lot of competition in the uh, loose candy market, though. You know what I mean? It's not like you can just go down to the lo- the drugstore and get yourself some right. some sugar sticks or whatever. Yeah, but you can't. They still have like Tootsie Rolls. So it's like you can yeah. go to the drugstore and get a bag of Tootsie Rolls for $2. You just don't get the cool little cellophane bag. <laughs> right. Who the fuck is going to Dylan's and buying Tootsie Rolls? Tootsie New- Rolls? New York. Ask the expert. Yeah. Rich New Yorkers. Like, is there a type of person that gets each kind of candy? Like, oh, you're a Necco. Look at that Necco wafers dude walking <laughs> in the fucking front door. Sure, an age totally. situation, sure. Right, yeah. like what they, uh-huh. sure. Uh-huh. It's good to be back among <laughs> everyone because it's been a couple weeks since we've seen Jenna and Alan. It's been like three weeks since I've seen Jenna, right? Yeah. It's been too long. I know. So I'm excited to get into what everyone did for Thanksgiving. Jeff went on a long distance, short distance trip. What? Um... Daniel and I were in Orange County. You guys were in, well, Jenna was in New York and then you guys were in Utah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lots to get into. Um, first, just a couple announcements at the top. If you're going to buy something on Amazon, Tis which you the season. are because they have everything. It's a great place to do all of your holiday shopping. I've been looking at all the Black Fridays. And I know. Mon- Manic Monday specials. We're recording <laughs> this <laughs> on so Cyber Monday. Cyber Monday. And... So this, what I'm saying will be defunct by the time you hear it. However, you know, I, I feel I've talked at length about my Sonicare toothbrush purchase on this show. Yeah. Was it on the, I don't know if it was a Thursday show or a Monday show. I just know that I've spread that content far and wide, that great content. <laughs> Everyone's heard it a, a dozen well, times. Well, I dropped my first it. toothbrush and then it really took me a while to choose the next one, but mm. I paid too much for it. It's like a hundred dollars cheaper today on Amazon. So I posted, I posted a little thing about it on Facebook. And I got the John Hughes triple uh, pack Blu-ray with Weird Science, mm. sixteen candles, and Breakfast Club. I'm so psyched nice. for like for like eleven bucks. It's yeah. all on one Whoa. DVD too, yeah. right? No, it's two, but it's one oh. uh, Alpha case. 
What's a Blu-ray case, rather? I did not know they're called alpha the DVD cases. ones are blue, alpha cases. In the same way that Jenna has candy knowledge, Daniel mm. has DVD knowledge. That's right. So anything you want to know about the plastic containers that DVDs go in, I'm your man. <laughs> what kind of case? So I know there's there's the jewel case for a CD. What yeah. kind of other cases are there? Uh, well, you have slip sleeve cases. Mm. You know, you have um, you know those things that go on those paper things that go around it. Those are called O cards. You know, oftentimes nowadays you'll see those are those are really good for merchandising. Things that go on the paper, things that go. So the the, the the disc will go inside of a paper sleeve, uh-huh. and the artwork is on the outside of that uh, kind of cardboardy yes, for DVDs. That's, that's called a, an O card. Why do they call it an O right. card? Because I Cause think like, cause oh, when you look at it, <laughs> look at this. Yeah, it's O H. It's an O H. O card. I think oh. because it's like it's just round. <laughs> I think it's because it's round. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait, do that, and then Jenna and I will say card. Oh, card. card. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it again. Oh, card. <laughs> now I'm, oh, I'm going to hear that every time it gets brought up. Ooh, card. Oh, dang it! <laughs> is there an ooh card? No, there's not an ooh card. Um, yeah. So buy your O cards and your whatnots on Amazon. Buy all your holiday shopping. Do all, all of it on Amazon. Click through the banner on my website. It helps out the show. Thank you so much for Amazon's support. Also, this show, I am on Patreon, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Patreon is kind of like Kickstarter. Um, you can support artists and podcasts that you like on an ongoing basis. There's different reward level tiers. You can get an extra podcast episode a month or as is the case lately a bunch of bonus podcast episodes a month because the regular so like jenna has been a guest mm-hmm. on the bonus podcast mm-hmm. more than once we have greg heller most recently but then daniel and i have been doing daniel and allison's television podcast where we talk about the shows we're watching it's blowing up we've been making those bonus episodes too so you get lots of bonus episodes you can watch an exclusive facebook live live stream um there's a actual fan club level where you get stuff in the mail we're about to put Mm -hmm. out another shipment of well it's it's Fun thing of a uh, one thing. It's one thing. You're getting a thing. Oh, you might be getting another thing. Maybe there's we'll things. There's things <laughs> happening. Things are in the works. Go to patreoncom slash Rosen. And one more thing. Um, I did get a hand. Well, maybe a handful of people writing in saying that they were disappointed that we did not talk about politics. Um, on this show, and I did debate ahead of time. Like, should we talk about? It? Should we not? I think. In general, I, this show is sort of a non-political oasis of yeah. fun, others, uh, of us talking about our life and stuff like that. Um, so if you are feeling like, but I want to hear some people talking about their reactions to the election, I would point you in the direction of my Monday episode with Aaron and Brian from Throwing Shade, because we spent a long time talking about our reactions to the election. And also in general, I've been sharing more of that stuff on the Monday show. And Daniel and I might talk about it a bit on a bonus well, We episode. might talk about it. Yeah. Stuff. Although I, I will just not, I know you don't want to talk politics, but I mean, since you brought it up, how about that election, huh? Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Right. Yeah. So anyway, but just in general, check out the Monday show too, because uh, it's fun. And lately I've been having, I've, I've been doing this weird like spate of two guests at a time. Jeff, back me up. 
Have there not been a lot of two guests at a time? Yeah, I don't believe you. There have been. <laughs> See, Jeff wouldn't lie. Yeah, there was throwing shade, and then there was uh, Jim Norton and Sam Roberts. Yeah, and then um, we had the Reductress Gals, but we haven't aired that yet. And uh, Sklar Brothers, I think too. Sklar's. Sklar Brothers, yes. Yeah, We've got Doctor Drew yeah. and Doctor Bruce coming up. And, uh, yeah. I'll just keep saying and on another people. <laughs> I feel I like, like we're that. leaving something out. I, I actually only thought of oh, one other one. And Georgia Hardstar from Karen Kilgara from My oh, Favorite yeah. Murder. Yep. Oh, man. Yeah. It's as if I only do two people now, except that's not the case. I also sometimes just do one. When it's two, it's a fun vibe. It's all, it's, its own thing. I like it. Thank you. You don't listen, though, do you? Never. <laughs> you don't have time to listen anymore. You've made I, this clear. Well, I have... <laughs> I have a little more time with my new job, my new old job, now that I have a long commute. But I'm um, sorry, honey, I've been just listening to political, political podcasts. podcasts, although I'm pretty over it all right now. So I might switch back to my favorite podcast, Comedy Bang Bang on the uh, Earwolf <laughs> Network. Sorry. Uh. <laughs> no, it's yours, honey. It's yours. No, that's okay. You get you get a lot of me at home. I do. A lot. <laughs> There's so much of me. So if, much. If I did a podcast without Al, there, I, I'm 99% sure he would never listen to it or even <laughs> know it existed. So I, I, I understand. what you're talking about. <laughs> it's just that he, Daniel, set the precedent of... Maybe he I was used to still listen to a lot. Yeah. Maybe he was still trying to win me over. I well, don't know. But I used, used to, to have a lot more time to listen to podcasts. So I would like have, I did, I did stuff at work where I needed to just occupy my headspace mm-hmm. with podcasts. So, with, with just meaningless chatter. So I would just like, I would be like, <laughs> there's nothing else to listen to. Oh, I guess I could listen to Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Um, <laughs> but. Take now, all these clips and use them. For but the, now for it's like premium. <laughs> like, ring an endorsement here. Yeah, premium like hour and a half, two hours a day in the car. That, oh, yeah, don't, that don't get, like, waste two. that on yeah. this yeah. as well. So it's got to be just, just like throwing shade or... You know, the the real gems of the podcast. Oh, my gosh. Oh. This is like if I introduced you to a friend of mine and then you left me for that friend. I introduced you to Throwing Shade and now you're all about Throwing Shade. It is a great podcast. Well, you I should enjoy yours to something too, you honey. enjoy. I do. <laughs> I live your show. That's true. So This is know. true. Um, okay. All right. Learned something about Daniel recently. I learned two things. Uh-oh. One, he hates parades. Oh, and if you try to I watch, like I've talked about that. You probably know. have. Yeah. I think I have forgotten about it. Yeah, I hate parades. Okay, and also, you know how he's pretty secretive about the snack and lunch situation at his work. Oh yeah. Well, they got some coffee machine, yeah, like some fancy it. coffee machine, and then that came with a Starbucks guy. Came with a barista for a day. Well, and Daniel, oh. Mister Private, to shits. teach us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they installed a, a, a Starbucks like machine, you know, that has the containers on the top with the different ground, the different beans, and then it grinds it and do, does your coffee. And then there's like a little hot chocolate oh, thing too. I, oh man! Yeah, it's like Trouble. a really fancy, and it has a uh, TV screen, touch screen, and shows you videos about like teaching you about coffee beans and the roasting process while you're Do you have the time to watch these videos? Because that's got to be more boring than my podcast. It takes it, it, however much time it takes to brew coffee, honey. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, but the guy was there to teach us how to use it. And I learned something interesting, which is that the lighter the roast, the more caffeine. You used to mock me for my choice I of did, blonde coffee. You, you, you have the lightest roasts 
And I was like, you're such a lightweight. When what? really... And I get the deep, dark espresso roast. And what does the roast mean? Is it just like how it's like it's how much? Yeah, so think cooked? of it like toast, like how burnt is it? Oh, so the okay. more yeah. burnt it is, okay. the it's more like, of a roast. So it's got mm-hmm. a uh, more of a... Bracing flavor. Uh, so yeah. The roasting takes the caffeine out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That is what we found out. Yeah. And I think my choice of blonde, of the lighter roast, is probably less that I like the taste than. You're an this, addict. Yes, exactly. Addict. My you addiction. Knew. Yeah, I didn't realize I knew. Yeah, I think that's but true. Yeah, because I was like, I they had the Verona, which is a dark roast, and the breakfast blend. And I'm like, well... Which is I, bacon and eggs flavor? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. And he's like, the breakfast blend is lighter because it's higher caffeine. Right. Well, I always thought it was because people's taste buds first thing in the morning can't handle a dark you know, gut punch of a roast. But in fact, he's like, no, no, it's just... It's like breakfast blend uh, bre- or English breakfast has like oh, higher caffeine yeah. in it. Okay. Well, I it's never like, knew. It's like the freestyle machine, but for coffee. That's right. It's so oh, yeah. exciting. It is I exciting. do. Sometimes I'll look at you, the coffee sitting in your mug, Daniel, and I want to throw up because you put like a tiny bit of creamer and like a tiny bit of sugar. The rest goes on the counter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I sprinkle it all over the counter yeah. to drive you crazy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It, it works. <laughs> um, and I look at that and I think that just that's like heartburn in a cup. Because it's a darker roast. Yeah, it just it looks so heavy and bitter. It's not though. I mean, like I drink <laughs> like the, me I, at home. I drink Major Dickinson's, the Pete's roast. That's not super dark. It's I mean, it's dark, but it's not like you know. What's going on with your? Excuse me. I tried to be. <laughs> I'm like, what is he doing? You're like inhaling and and holding Did your you breath burp? and pulling off the mic. Someone <laughs> fed me some food before the show, and uh, so excuse me for being human. All right, in that case, let's just talk about let's talk about the delicious food that uh, someone was fed, which came from Omaha Steaks. Yes. Which, if you are looking for a great gift for someone, Omaha, you probably heard of Omaha Steaks. It is such a no brainer. They have such delicious stuff, over 500 gourmet gift ideas, the highest quality cuts and ingredients, one-of-a-kind flavor, convenient and quick shopping for those on your list. Um, I feel like we should just do this for everyone this year. But I received uh, an amazing, amazing package from Omaha Steaks. It had so much. I got the family gift pack. Uh, And so if you're looking for the perfect gift, let me tell you about Omaha Steaks and how for only $49.99 you can get... My family gift pack when you go to omahasteaks.com and enter my code ROSEN in the search bar. And that's 77% off. And as I was unboxing it, I was like, look at all this stuff you get. You get two filet mignons, two top sirloins, two boneless pork chops, four boneless chicken breasts, four kielbasa sausages, four burgers, 12-ounce package of all-beef meatballs, four potatoes au gratin, four caramel apple tartlets, one Omaha steak seasoning packet, Plus four additional kielbasa sausages. Jesus. That's eight whole sausages. Goodness. Whose family's that big? Well, but you you put it in the freezer. I know that's a, a lot of delicious meat. It's a ton of really good stuff. So earlier tonight we tried the meatballs mm. and the kielbasa and the potatoes au gratin. So good. And I had tried the caramel apple tartlet before. The meatball, what? the flit, yeah. I secretly tried the caramel apple tartlet. It was so good. It was so good. And you guys have probably heard me talking about umami and how I don't think it's a real thing. The fifth flavor, mm-hmm. which is supposed to be like a 
like a savory, deep... Savory. Meaty. Let's just put it that okay. way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's not a real thing. However, as I was eating the delicious meatball, the flavor, like the depth of the flavor was so... It was so good. You needed a name for it. I thought, I think, I think it's umami. Yeah. I yeah. think it might be. And the kielbasa was so good too. And the potatoes au gratin, it's, it, it's potatoey. It's cheesy, and it's got this like breaded outside. It almost looks like a Scotch egg from the outside, like it's like a round. But yeah, it's, good. it's a round thing, and it's so good. Did you not think it was good? I feel like uh, yeah, I thought it was good, honey. It's delicious. <laughs> it is really good though, and you get so much. Uh, so go to Omaha, and, and it does make. I think it makes an amazing gift. And Wendy was Wendy. Like, I felt like I was torturing. Wendy's our dog. Part, yeah. I don't know why I made that clear. I feel like everyone listening knows that Wendy's our dog. <laughs> in case, in case you tuned in, I wonder if there are people for, who right, have this been, for this talk what? about Omaha steaks. Wendy's our dog, and I feel like as I was cooking this stuff, I was torturing her because she there was so much like meaty smell that she was going to yeah. go nuts. Go to omahasteaks.com, enter my code Rosen in the search bar, add the family gift pack to your cart, and get seventy seven percent savings. It's the gift guaranteed to be a hit. Excellent. Okay, so Jenna and Al, yes, tell me about about everything oh and your God. Thanksgiving. <sighs> Where do we even begin? I took Samantha to New York City. Did she love it? Was she like, "This is"? I feel like myself. You know what? Here. I think it was almost like I, f- and I mean this in a good way. It's almost like I broke her. Like it was like she had the best time. And at first she was so tired and stressed out because she'd never done anything this exciting, you know? <laughs> and she was so, she screamed. I was that person on the flight to New York with the screaming baby who couldn't, there was nothing I could do to help her. Were she was so tired. Actually, most people were really nice. Good. Thank goodness. Most people either had kids so they knew exactly what I was going through. There was another baby like two seats behind me who was also having a bit of a hard time. So I spent a lot of time with another mom just like standing in the aisle like, please go to sleep. So she she was on and off really bad. Anyway, we got to New York. She was so tired. And then like a day and a half in, she just suddenly was like, all right. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Honestly. And she had was amazing. She, I just wheeled her everywhere in her stroller. She slept on the subway. She like took over. I mean, she was so good. And then the flight back to, we flew from New York just straight to Utah and then Al met us there. She was perfect. Like it was like, I know what That's I'm doing, great. mom. I don't even, this is not even a thing anymore. <laughs> she, she really matured. She was all cosmopolitan. You know? She was. She's so bored now. Kids grow up so fast when they're in New York, you know? <laughs> <laughs> they do. Not yeah. to compare our daughter, the carnivore Wendy, with your <laughs> human child. But when we take Wendy somewhere in the car, she's like kind of a antsy on the way there and then she's always calm on the way back it's like they know that they're, 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 they're yeah. home or they're used to it or they're right. right i don't know it was so great though the flights back were just magical compared to what we what i i went into those flights that morning when we were flying back to utah like i can do this mentally preparing like it's gonna be horrible but i can <laughs> do it it's you know and then she was perfect i really can't complain about her anymore it's terrible. The I can't complain about her. Part that stresses me out in advance, especially if I'm ever like if I'm with Daniel, then no. But if right. I were flying alone, is how to handle the child and all the stuff you have to 
be dragging everywhere. How do you do that? Well, luckily my mom was with me. Okay. So she nice. did help me, but she also, Sam still doesn't go to other people really very well at all. Even her grandmother, Janae. And so you just are really tired. I really spent the last two weeks, even though I was out having a ton of fun, I, by 10 PM every single night, I was like, I can't keep my eyes open for one more second. There's just no chance of this happening. That was really 7 p.m. your time. It was (laughs) crazy. It was crazy how tired I was. So you're just tired. Meanwhile, Al, you were blasting the 90s rock. That's right. A lot of of blue-eyed soul. I told everyone that uh, (laughs) when you're gone, I just listen to music that you hate. Uh, Not hate. (laughs) Not hate. But, Yes. Don't enjoy it. That I would not turn on myself exactly sure. like i don't listen to christmas music constantly 24 by 7 like some people would yeah 24, 24 by 7 yeah. is something i've never heard before 24 by just, 7 yeah. you never heard that it's just 24, heard 24 7. 7 you don't skip the buy no 24 by 7 that's like uh you know a giant piece of I'm, wood. I'm out of pocket this or week, like but, a uh, burger at carl's jr the 24 by 7 yeah, 24 <laughs> by 7 <laughs> i think that's a very common phrase actually 24 by 7 by th- Three, six, yeah, anytime you have the X, like four by four. Well, no. Four X. Usually it's 24 slash seven, isn't it? We get, yeah. <laughs> no, we get what you're saying. 24 X seven. That's how you, that's well, how We're not saying it doesn't make sense. We're just multi- saying we've never heard it before. We've never heard well, someone's pronounced the by. You've got to hang out with me more. Okay? <laughs> I have cool I've things. I've never to, heard you and I, I hang out cool with you a lot. to say. <laughs> Is that 20, how you normally say it? Yeah, it depends. Yeah, 24 7, 24 by 7, seven days a week, 24 hours a day. You know, whatever <laughs> I, I feel like. Of- <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so many phrases. Now you're just showing yeah. off. I have, you know, plenty of phrases that I use <laughs> to describe hours that of the happen. day, time, <laughs> units weeks of time, of, weeks of the year, you know. <laughs> by the time Al got to Utah, I basically handed him Samantha and was like, peace out. Yeah. See you later. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> See, I'm a little. I, this is what I envision happening after the baby, my baby, com, our baby comes, and Dan, our baby, all of us at this table. I can't <laughs> We've wait all for created our baby. this baby. Yes. Yeah. Um, and Daniel goes back to work. I figure I'll be tired from taking care of the baby all day, and then Daniel will come home, and I'll be like, "Great, now's my time to go to the bathroom or do whatever it is I have to do." Mm-hmm. Probably more <laughs> exciting stuff than that, and I'll want to give the baby. And Wendy to Daniel, which is not really fair because he's worked a whole day. How did? That's how right. do we deal with this? We you just you have to. Well, how do we deal with that? Balance it out. You balance it. Yeah. yeah I, honestly, I come home. I I fully accept that when I come home, I'm still on. That's just that is my lot in life. And twenty four okay. by seven. Twenty four by seven. You know, <laughs> the that kid good comes thing in, you're is like, I'm that, available twenty four seven. Yeah. Seven days a week. Okay. 24 hours a day. Totally. He's <laughs> always Jenna on. is also extremely good about saying, because I'll come home and be like, here, give me Samantha. Let's do this. And she'll be like, no, no, you know, like relax a little bit. Take some time, you know, do I, yeah. you, change your clothes, get comfortable. I think that for me, all I need is a little bit of like, especially after a commute, just like, okay. But yeah, you need 10 I, minutes. I also expect that when I get home, I'll want to be with the baby. You'll be like, excited to see I the, keep, That's I, the part I keep forgetting about yeah. all this. There's yeah. a baby that will love, hopefully. Yeah. You will. You will. <laughs> I yeah. keep, totally keep like... I keep, I keep forgetting that's how, the, like, because I'm just like focused on the labor's gonna suck, mm-hmm. the bleeding afterwards gonna suck. Yes. I'm gonna be so tired, but I keep forgetting there's a human puppy happening. Right. Well, better. and exactly. And 
what will be really fun is that because he hasn't seen you all day, he's going to be super excited about he's it. Gonna be super and so excited. that makes you excited Finally, to take someone. the baby, you know? Yeah, I know. Listen, to, <laughs> Wendy gets excited. Though Wendy home. is so right. excited when you get home. I, I have Wendy to, to fill the void that you have <laughs> left in there. But um, no, yeah, he'll be like a cute little guy. Yeah. And, you know, you'll want to see his little You'll cute be all little excited. Well, yeah. well, exactly. we, we've talked about this too. Where, hey, like, what's going on? Everybody. <laughs> that's exactly what Samantha sounded like when she came out. Uh, we, we've talked about where, like, um, you just have to be, like, straight up honest with the other person. Where, like, I remember a time where I had taken, like, a two and a half hour nap. I was fully rested. Jenna gave me Samantha and she started crying, and I was like, I can't handle this. <laughs> I am like, it was I like know two and a half seconds. I like told yeah. her, like, I know I just slept for two and a half hours, but I cannot hold her one more second. I need you to just take her back. And like, it's just what <laughs> was you have it to just do. overwhelming. Yeah. It was just like, I, I hadn't had enough of a break or something. And Jenna just stepped up and took over. And we both had those moments. I mean, I've had, had say, that like, too, where you go like, I can't like change one more diaper today. Yeah. I just can't do it. And I, I know physically it's not fair. and emotionally. I know. And it's like, yeah. I know you've changed all the other diapers, but today I just cannot do yeah. it. And so you kind of just step in, in those moments. I right. think the fact that we've had dogs, you know, like I, we're sort of used to that. We're I mean, taking care of something. Yeah. Little, yeah. yeah. Right. You just sort of do, I think you just do whatever. It, it, I don't think we'll need to be too regimented about it. No, um, yeah, no, you don't. But, yeah. but like the admitting it helps like enable the other person. We're like, yeah. if Jenna yeah, says like, like, I can't do this today, then I know like, then all of a sudden I get the burst of energy to be like, I'll take care of it. Okay. I got it. Right. You know? So then if, um, so yeah. So, so if I have the baby and it's like, oh, I can't handle it. I'll just call Al. Exactly. <laughs> and I'll rush You'll have out. that burst of energy. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. So you were so, I think I cut you off. You flew. You I drove. drove. Yeah. Yes. So I drove up drove. to Utah and met Jenna and Samantha there and we hung out there all week and then. Uh, we drove all home. Yeah, but, we drove uh, home all together. I always like going to Utah because I, I feel like every time we go to somebody's, either she comes to my house or I go to her home, you know, her growing up house, we learn something new about each other. <laughs> Ooh, like, what did was, we learn this learn? time? Well, there's always this, she, Jenna posted about this on Instagram, but there's this collage picture that's always been in a room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've always wondered, like, how did this collage come to be? It looks like oh, something I a mom. I told you? No, I didn't know. Oh, okay. And it turns out that she just had some boyfriend that wanted a picture of her. So she put one picture that was kind of nice. And then all the others were just like the most awkward photos ever (laughs) all around it. Because I I thought it was weird. He was like, I need a picture of you, babe. And I'm like, ew. (laughs) Fine. Sounds like a great relationship. But here's the question. Why, Why do you have it? Oh, because my question. mom, my mom saw it and thought it was so funny that she made a photocopy of it. Oh, oh and it's oh. a photocopy of it of this that's collage. in a frame that's, that's been funny. in that this room that was my room, but it's totally different. Of now. like sixteen-year-old Jenna going like, "I'll show him. I'll, like, <laughs> I'll give him all these ugly pictures of myself." Was like, it like, if you're going to accept me beautiful, you got to accept me <laughs> awkward? I no, I think it was more like I don't. I feel so uncomfortable giving you a cute photo of me that i have to make this like weird like did you imagine just... him showing his friends like look at this hot chick i'm holding hands with mm, no i think i just hated it and i had it was who is, <laughs> I tried, who is this great guy i tried to explain to her like well he probably just wanted a picture of you because he can't remember what you look like yeah. you know you guys don't see each other for a couple no. days like i just want to see is that why he, of my girlfriend is that know. why he threw you into the gorilla inside the corn maze <laughs> <laughs> Was it that guy? It was not that guy. Oh, okay. Who was, was this, this guy? This guy I dated on and off 
for a couple years in high school. He was the one that was really imbalanced. The prom guy? Yes. Okay. Up and down all the time. I saw his mom when we were in Utah driving. She didn't see me. Thank goodness. <laughs> so wait, why do you why do you really think he wanted a photo? The freak? <laughs> A freak who I wanted a photo of a I, woman he was dating. I girl. don't. I know it was probably just like a thing. He liked you. Yeah, he That's liked you me. You it's like a, a picture thing, of your right? Right. Like, how dare like you this like is me? Well, no, I, I'm not. Say, I'm not saying why did he want a photo. I'm asking Jenna why she I, thought he wanted one. It just one. made me like, ugh, I don't like cheesy things like this. So yeah. I'm gonna make it. So she put a picture of herself riding backwards. I'm one of those like coin ponies at the Kmart. <laughs> there are so many ugly pictures hat. of me. That's the like, beauty. What are you doing? I don't know. I just thought it was extremely confident and I liked it. What was his Thank reaction you. to the collage? Oh, he hated it. Just absolutely hated <laughs> it. What did he do? Was he he probably, like, yeah. I mean, he probably just went and kissed another girl because that's, that was pretty much his move for most of the time we were dating. Yeah. But no, he absolutely hated it. He probably cut out. I imagine he just cut out all the... All the Ugly ones. all the ones that showed your character, <laughs> yes, and your brown hair, yeah. <laughs> what did he expect though? One of those like soft focused, you know, lounging on a on probably. a pillow, probably. You know? His family, they were like into beauty pageants and stuff, so he probably oh. thought I had one of those. So that's oh, important. a glamour shot, mm-hmm. which was never going to happen. He was so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe that was part of it too, just like rebelling against. Because his mom was always asking me to do this like junior miss competition, which was some, I don't even know what it is. It's some comp, yeah. And she was always on me, you should do this, you should do this, because all her daughters did it. And I'm like, no, that is my nightmare. I don't want to do it. So maybe it was part of that Mm -hmm. deep down, like rebelling against that. Do you guys have this thing when you look at the the pictures of those like little girl beauty pageants where you... (laughs) Where they're made up to sort of look adult, but they're little kids. And you think, like, what on earth are they going to look like when they're 23? Like, I f- I, I'm, I'm imagining them still looking like that. But then I don't see people out on the street lo- looking like overgrown little girl beauty. Like, like baby, like grown up baby hookers. Yeah, just like <laughs> they, I, I want pictures. I want to. I want pictures of what they looked like when they were in Little Miss Cutie Pie, and then what they look like twenty five years old, just, and see if they've mm-hmm. just rebelled against that, or do they still look like crazy big haired beauty <laughs> walking around in tiaras? Or, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Has it been around long enough for them to be that old? I bet. Oh I yeah, bet. like because John Benet would have been. Oh, I guess yeah. That's she all was I think old. about. Yeah, yeah. I that think and it, Honey Boo Boo. Yeah. Which, Oh my god! I don't know. If Terrible. You know, Honey Boo Boo is eighteen years old now. Really? Yeah. No, 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 no. I was like, come on. She was seven no, she, a year yeah. ago. <laughs> no, I don't know. She's probably She's thirteen. What, Twelve. Yeah. <laughs> Twelve. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to think about that anymore. Yeah. And Samantha had a birthday, right? She's one. We had a little shindig for her, which. She was actually pretty excited. I remember a year ago mm-hmm. seeing her for the first time. I held her and I looked down and I said, I'm holding mini Jenna. <laughs> it is yeah. crazy that it's been a year. I remember she, when we first met her, she was still ma- she was making all those little noises. Oh, yeah. The little grunty, oh, yeah. like. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Yeah. But so tired. It's fun. She ate a cupcake. She did. Oh, oh I saw. We saw. I saw a video of that. Mm-hmm. She cute. had a cupcake. We did a pinata for the other little kids that were there. Yeah. What else did we do? It was a very standard first year old birthday party. You know. Yeah. 
Mostly not- adults just sitting around talking while Samantha... At the by the end of the party, she was just in a diaper because there was just like cupcake everywhere. <laughs> it was a disaster. But it was fun, but very standard. Now, here's a question, an important question I put out to Patreon. Um, when you put out, when your family puts out the Thanksgiving spread, do the pies go out at the same time, or no. do they come out after? Okay, this no. is some psycho idea that you came up with. That the, it, is just yeah, I came up with this idea like, why not put it all out at once? And I still feel like, why not put it all out at once? Is that so- Some people do that. Here's where I was coming from. You just wanted the pumpkin pie. My stomach is now, <laughs> and all my organs, I believe, are now squished. Yes, they are. So yes. I get full very fast. And I had this night, and also I'm obsessed with food, apparently, because it's mostly what I think about, mm-hmm. food and <laughs> vaginal tearing. Um, <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm afraid of that. Mm-hmm. Um I don't think about them at the same time. I'm just saying these are the main things on my mind. Uh, so I had this nightmare scenario of like, I ate all the Thanksgiving stuff and now I'm so full. I can't have pie, but what I really wanted was pie. So I'm like, why not just put the, there's like, so I can save a corner of my now squished stomach for pie. Mm-hmm. Why not just put it all out at once? Some people said that their families do that, but for the most part, no, it doesn't happen that way. I like the idea of it because then the pie would be in your mind as you're stuffing your face. But then I also feel like that's the opposite of what you're supposed to do anyway on Thanksgiving. You're supposed to stuff your face till you're like, I can't do this anymore. Mm -hmm. And then you eat pie like an hour later and then you're like, I can't do this anymore. And then you do it again the next day. I Mm -hmm. actually, (laughs) I had, I had none of that this year. My mom actually said you didn't eat that much. Did you? Um, and I said, no, I'm trying not to get overstuffed. So, like, yeah. I really had just a tiny bit of everything. You, you blushed and were like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then in the car on the way home, I was like, I'm not, I don't have that stuffed Thanksgiving feeling. Yeah. But then as I went to bed, I sort of missed, I kind of wished I had it. The thing I had to point out, though, is that if you put the pies out with everything else, the ice cream will melt by the time most people want to eat it. Yeah. Because you you don't want to have, you want to wait a little bit and then now is dessert. So it's like a couple hours later yeah. and it's, you know. We also had this big, so I had, I'm not proud of this. I had a small freak out ahead of time because I was like, there's not going to be enough pie for everyone. Because in my head, there were eight adults. Small freak out. It was. <laughs> you came in guns blazing. <laughs> I was, there was one pumpkin pie and one pecan pie Mm -hmm. and in my mind eight adults and one child turned out they're only i was counting wrong okay (laughs) but i was like everyone's look i was wrong i i I will admit it's hard to calculate how much you need of anything if it's something you really really want right now like if you're really hungry it's impossible to determine how much food to get. Right. Yeah, that's true. So this I was is like, nervous. Yes. <laughs> I was like, everyone's going to want. What happened was I envisioned my scenario where the pie's out at the same time, where people are taking from the pumpkin pie at the same time as dinner. And then by the time dessert rolls around, there's only a third of a in pie mind, or something. In your so mind, every- on. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. In my mind, everyone's going to want pumpkin. <laughs> There's not going to yes. be enough because there's a few people in that batch of people that are not going to respect the, 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 wedge, the, the wedge small theory. wedge. They're going to go like, I don't know if you noticed my dad. He took up like 
uh, what I would he took call a large wedge. He took what in my family is called a dad size piece of pie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is a dad piece. Mm-hmm. He's which he, is like he, a quarter of the pie. Yeah, like whenever my mom was cutting birthday cakes. Oh, this is a dad piece. Actually, and for many like, years it was a daddy piece when we were little kids. And, and like, it's, it's like also the, an Allison piece. <laughs> <laughs> What's my fucking birthday? Yeah. Run it by me first. <laughs> <laughs> Look, eventually I got to the age where I'm like, oh, <laughs> I couldn't eat that. But yeah, there were some years where I'm like, I definitely could eat that. Yeah. Um. So anyway, all I'm saying is I was doing some scary pumpkin pie math. And I was convinced there wasn't going to be enough pumpkin pie. And I was was like, why would you only get one pumpkin and one pecan for eight adults? When everyone wants the pumpkin. Yes. Well, as it turned out, there was enough pie and um, the pecan was better. Mm. Pecan is always better. I don't better. think that's it's the case. always better. I don't think pecan is always no, better. No, you can have a bad pecan pie. Well, okay. If, if it's a bad pecan pie, it's not better. Well, yeah. But so like it's all not things always equal. better. <laughs> okay. Touche. All right. But if both pies are the good version of the pies, the pecan is better. I feel like the last couple of years, the pumpkin pies I've had for Thanksgiving have not been that good. But in general, I still have a fond memory of every single other year of good pumpkin pies. I don't know what's going on in the pumpkin pie world. Pumpkin I don't know. pie is, I disagree with you. Is so overrated. It's not that great. Uh, it's always Oh my god. I I strongly disagree. Yeah, I love I it. I agree with you, Daniel. Thank what? I, Thank you. I know. He hates understand. it. I have to it's make like a, a chocolate pie. pie every Thanksgiving. Pumpkin's a novelty one. pie. Like, oh, okay, I'll have a slice. That's interesting. I'll wait another year to have another slice of that. I'm not like... Well, we're not, having more at Christmas, by the way. That's fine. but And I don't mind it. It's not bad. It's just like in April, I'm not sitting there going, man, I'd like a slice of pumpkin. It's like, ugh. You know, but I would have pecan pie, you know? Ew. No. So good. I feel the same like way. Pie. No, I love pecan pie, but I feel the same way that I do not want pie unless it is the fall. Like well, in general. I, I feel okay. like I could eat both year round. I could eat it. Yeah. Mm. You're just a seasonal eat. pie in general. Just like, in you're general. Not, no key lime for you. Key lime, no maybe. No banana cream. Yeah, no. no none of that. No. I just feel like if I'm having pie, it's got to be September through December and that's it. Jeff, where do you stand on the, the great pie debate? I feel like Autumn is more of pie season, but mm-hmm. I think there are summer pies. I think the fruity pies are summer pies. True. Pumpkin, apple pie. pumpkin does feel like a fall pie to me. Yeah. It's, but, and it's good in, in yeah, once it, a year. It's kind of everywhere. It needs to be excellent. There's a lot of bad ones out there. It's, it's yeah. bringing down the average. And they're getting mm. cute with the spices. Like enough cumin. You know, it's like don't overdo the spice. You're giving me the stink eye right now, Allison, but you know I'm right. There's no cumin I don't think they in put pie. cumin in pie. I Definitely think you're not. Of oh, I just named a spice. I have no idea what's Oh, okay. Because cumin <laughs> would really ruin any pie. Yeah. What was in the one that we got that was I think so it was gross? clove. Clove. Too much clove is always a problem. Yeah. yeah. I like oregano in my pie. <laughs> <laughs> so related, what is cumin? It's Indian curry kind of spice. Oh, yeah. 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 It's almost like curry. It's in a lot of chili. Mm-hmm. Yum. It's really good. Right, but not yeah. in pie. Just not on my pumpkin pie. Don't put yeah, it in chocolate pie. pie. Well, that's what I'm saying. Don't put it in Also, when did Friendsgiving turn into a fucking oh thing? My, oh, happened? my gosh. Okay, thank, thank you. You are welcome. Thank you. Oh, please. Oh. I <laughs> thought that Friendsgiving was a cute name for what you call Thanksgiving when you have it with your that friends. That is what it fucking is. However, 
thanks to Instagram, I'm now aware there were a lot of gatherings of friends okay. on the Saturday before Thanksgiving. Yeah. No. This no. gal was not invited to any of okay. them. I almost ran my car off the fucking road the other day because there was an ad on the Christmas station. I don't know. It was like a car and they're like, on Friendsgiving, on Friendsgiving, we all like to blah, blah, blah. And it's like, don't fucking talk about it like it's a tradition, like it's a thing. You know what they call Friendsgiving? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. It's a thing. Thanksgiving's a thing, not No, but Friendsgiving has now turned into a thing on a separate day. It no, it is. It's like when When young... did this happen? Never. I'm assuming it's... This is what I was trying to explain to Al when he was just as in a rage as you are, Daniel, in the car <laughs> a week true. ago. Yeah, exactly. When he was like, true. what is Friendsgiving? What is Friendsgiving? Because we had tons of people doing it. And I was like, it's when all the young people do Thanksgiving with their friends because they're all going to go home and then mooch off their parents and do Thanksgiving at home, right? It's like See, when, for me, right it was always... But what's the point? What's the, why is it necessary? And isn't that, but at that point, too much turkey? Friendsgiving yes. is for when you're in... you. Okay, you're living in a city where you didn't grow up and right. you don't go home. So everybody who's an orphan <laughs> yeah, gets orphan together. Yeah, Thanksgiving. That's, that's Friendsgiving. I'm with there you. There isn't a pre-Thanksgiving holiday. But that these young people exist. want more and more, okay? I'm, I'm not going to accept it. I mean, <laughs> sorry to just focus on the food, but that's who I am right now. Don't they then get tired of all the... Thanksgiving food? You would think so, because I couldn't do th- more Thanksgiving yeah. more than fucking once. millennials. Let me tell yeah. you. Wait, was this marketed? You. I know we sound really old, <laughs> and I sound hungry. Um, was this mark? Like, did Butterball come up with this, or did Pillsbury. young people? <laughs> I just think it's like a thing that started online. Maybe it was the cranberry just, sauce company. I think that was the. Did it just happen this year? No. I really, no. I really never. Sort of like I was very late to learn that it's not okay. To use the word retarded, and I feel like everyone else knew, yeah. and somehow I was really late to know this. I feel like I'm really late to know Friendsgiving. Maybe it started on a TV show we don't watch. Maybe it's like a Big uh, Bang Theory probably. thing. Well, look, I I'd heard Friendsgiving. <laughs> right, Chuck Lorre. This has Chuck Lorre all over it. Did he do no Big Bang Theory? Yeah, something. Or yeah. I, I feel I like you know. I feel like you'd see this men. on like yeah. o, the OC kind of show, like one of. Those it sounds things. like something from Friends. Yeah. The show Friends. Right. I don't think it is. Except no. It's funny. So the. <laughs> Except it makes Daniel mad. Well, <laughs> the Urban Dictionary entry for Friendsgiving is dated 2009. So, what? But what wait, 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 wait. What I was going to say is I have heard Friendsgiving again for yes. a very long time, but it's referred to as just like I said, when you it spend. It happens on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. It's just Thanksgiving yes. when you're not with your family. That's what right. my That's brother, what who lives in the Netherlands, did yes. with his friends because none of them were home with their family. And the whole point of it is it's Thanksgiving with your friends, so it's Friendsgiving. It's not a pre-Thanksgiving separate holiday, separate holiday that's always on Saturday, yeah. which is like the way it people... It felt are. like it was everyone we knew doing Friendsgiving except us. And I feel like there's a movement and, now and to us. make the, sa- <laughs> the Saturday before Thanksgiving Friendsgiving. But if that's Friendsgiving, then what the fuck is it for all the people who have to... Uh, it's uh, chaos. This has millennial <laughs> shenanigans written all over it. it is. What does it say? Oh, just the concept in general. Yes, yeah. it, because it's becoming it is. its own day. It's just, ugh. I feel yes. like it's like, oh, now like a company like Hallmark is adding another holiday so that we oh, have no. to. And by the way, the people who had Friendsgivings all over Instagram, these were not the Friendsgivings that I. Of your? No, they were not the Friendsgivings of your. <laughs> the Friendsgivings of your is like 
a bunch of 20-somethings throwing together Thanksgiving, oh, how cute, and maybe on rickety furniture. This was like Oprah threw everyone's yeah, Thanksgiving. Right. Yeah. Friendsgiving, oh. is, Friendsgiving is best when you're in your 20s, you're, you're kind of on your on own. And it's on Thursday. It's like the first time you're away from your family on Thanksgiving. Yeah, There's blow-up mattresses involved. Yeah, and yes. it's very uncomfortable. A lot of alcohol and whatever. Mismatched everything. Yeah. Chairs. Yeah. Yeah, that's fun. That's a cool thing. But this other business, no thanks. Mm. Where Didn't we run into someone at the grocery store that we knew? <laughs> there was someone we ran into at some point. When we were in Utah, maybe I was with I don't Janae. think I was with you. Yeah. And they were like, oh, we're just here picking up a pie for Friendsgiving. And I was like, I don't even know what's happening in my life did right you, now. Did you put your hand under her hand and push the pie in her face? I wanted to. <laughs> but I think my mom, maybe it was with Janae because Janae asked be. the same thing. Like, what's Friendsgiving? What is this? Because I, I would have trouble. Okay, cool. Bye. And then walked away. That's what I would have done. So. Yeah. If you, well, we had to be nicer than that. It's, no. a war. it's yeah, the it war on we Thanksgiving. Had to be, we had to be friendly. It's just weird to have a whole holiday, a whole phony holiday. I can't do the math. Some number of days right before the other version of that holiday. Well, I think what offends me Turkey about it. Turkey tastes the same whether you're with your friends or your family. What offends me about it is the idea of turning it into something everyone can celebrate. Because... If it's like Saturday before, then everyone gets to do Friendsgiving and then Thanksgiving. Why don't Whereas mind if everyone gets to? I mind if everyone has to. Okay, but can I? Bah humbug, can I sorry. My point? So, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, if, if Friendsgiving is like on the Saturday before, everyone gets to celebrate it. But if Friendsgiving is only on Thanksgiving for those who aren't with their families, then it's a special thing that you do with your friends. You know what I mean? Like right. it's it's something... In, more interesting and better. I'm wondering now if my issue is that it's just highlighting that I don't have enough friends. Mm, I don't no. think so. No. Yeah, Friendsgiving is just the participation trophy of Thanksgiving mm-hmm. for millennials. Yeah, it's, it's just redundant. So, it's got preciousness and look at me all written all over it. Yeah. I, uh, I'm going to make you jealous. I had no knowledge of this until this discussion. What? I'd never even heard the term before. Now this is like truck nuts. I can't unsee it. <laughs> yeah. right. I'll think back to the time when I didn't know what they were. Those were such heady happy days. I think it was just a cute term for something that people did and now it's that it's being advertised, it's being turned into something precious. That it's own twee precious little thing. Right. Um, right. I just think it's been going on for longer than I don't think this is the first year. Oh, no. Well, what are you yeah. talking about, though? Are you talking about the Saturday before yes. Friendsgiving? Yes. About it being its own day. Yeah, it's been a couple years now. Yeah. And I think as a millennial, I just don't think I ever heard about it because I had no friends. Yeah, I don't have anyone who I, would invite I think, me to I that. Have, I think yeah, you're right about that. the Saturday before being a few years old, probably, and newish, but the concept of it is old. I, see, yes. I hear that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have no problem with the concept of it. I have the problem with it being promoted to its own redundant holiday. Right. Me too. All right. Strong opinions. Jeff, how was your Thanksgiving? Mine was excellent. I went to visit some friends of mine in Hawthorne, which is, for people not familiar with LA, it's 16 miles away from where I live. <laughs> and in terms of LA, that's a day Two trip. Two hours. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. Pack an overnight bag. Oh, and the traffic was so bad. The traffic was awesome. Everybody left town this year, so it was smooth. Oh, you went on the day. Yeah, on Thanksgiving. That's the key is to drive on Thanksgiving. Yeah, it was amazing. It was just all the streets were wide open. And uh, I had a great time. It was good to see them. It's it's like a different world down there, a different little microclimate. And 
they are vegetarians, mm-hmm. and to their credit, they made a vegetable lasagna. Oh, no tofurkey? No tofurkey. You know, nice. I'm gonna, I'm, and I tip my hat to them because if you're going to be vegetarian, fine, your decision, but on Thanksgiving, play to your strengths. Yeah. And I say yes. this I yes. say this in general yes. to vegetarians. Yes. Play to your strengths. Yeah. There are delicious things that you can make that are vegetarian. Don't. Yeah. T- t- here's, here's the thing. I'm, I'm going to let you in on a little secret that nobody will tell you. Tofurkey sucks. Yeah. Tofurkey. It sucks really bad. Tofurkey can go furkey itself. <laughs> and and mushroom, mushroom gravy can kiss the part of me that goes over the fence last because it's really <laughs> so that's what people don't want to tell you. So make an awesome vegetable lasagna. We had tons of great food. It was fun. And then I just, ooh, I cooked a turkey the next day at home, but. You cooked the whole turkey was yourself? I, wait, wh- well, that wasn't Friendsgiving because nobody was there. I just that, was about, Jeff's giving. Jeff's that was giving. Jeff's giving. <laughs> the, that was Cat's giving. Do you ever have this happen where you have a Thanksgiving where there's a turkey and a tofurkey and the vegetarian who no. has a tofurkey says, hey, you should try the tofurkey. It's pretty good. And you go, yeah, and you know what's better? Turkey, <laughs> which I have also. What I enjoy, and I found, so my sister is vegetarian. She does the tofurkey. But her husband told me that his mom always refers to it accidentally as a turfucking. <laughs> <laughs> Someone needs to put yeah. out a turfucking. Serve that on Friendsgiving. <laughs> it's like to- tofu duck and tofu chicken. Now I'm thinking about the part of you that goes over the fence last. I feel like I don't, I don't go over a lot of fences. I feel like it might be one of my feet or something. I and feel like fall. The, the part <laughs> of you that goes over the fence last is probably the part... That, that most people go over first. I'm right. Thinking. I would do it wrong. If you were to go over I would go over a fence wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, in this scenario, are you jumping over the fence? Or are you being like hurled? No, when you go over hurled. the fence, you put like one leg over what? and you're sitting we... on the fence. Right. Then you hop over. Your, your keister is the last one to go over. It's 24 Where by 7. Did we go? How did we get to the fence? Well, because he, he, Jeff said that mushroom, he whispered it. Oh, he said okay. mushroom gravy can kiss the part of him yes. that goes over the fence last. Yes. And for me, that'd be like my Got lips. <laughs> for a second. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I would, I would go head last. <laughs> yeah. You'd like, like lay on the fence and swing your feet over. <laughs> I wouldn't go willingly, on your first stomach, of all. Yeah. I am so... One of the things I love... There's many things I love about being an adult. One of them is not having to do PE anymore. Oh, yes. <laughs> not that I mind physical activity. I mean, I do kind you of. You just hate but, it. <laughs> yeah. But, but being ordered to do it by like some aging former athlete in tiny shorts who has mm-hmm. a whistle. No. What's with the tight shorts? That, uh, go ahead. Yes. Uh, so I love not having PE. And mm-hmm. I also love not finding myself in situations anymore where I'm going to have to climb a fence <laughs> or somehow do like break it do something acrobatic that all my friends are doing yes. that i don't feel i can do and That's, i feel like yes. there was so much of that as a child oh, so let's just the, take the sidewalk yes mm-hmm. a lot of the climbing the rope to nowhere yes did you guys yeah. have to do that in pe the rope or the pegboard thing where you put yes. the peg in the thing yeah, and yeah. yeah. not the that. peg thing i feel like people in colder climates uh generally have to do more of that because pe's indoors more than outdoors oh yeah interesting yeah, we had a lot of soccer, and I don't like We soccer. were a lot outside most of the time. Yeah. Oh, I had a lot of indoor PE, yeah, because yeah. in Philadelphia, it was just cold. 
Yeah. Uh, crab soccer. Do you ever play that? What's that? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's where you uh, walk. Like crab walk. Yeah, you crab walk. Mm-hmm. In PE? On, yeah. Oh, yeah. You have to crab walk and then you, you kick p- the ball. Yes. With your hands behind you. So you so have that your hands on the up. ground behind you mm-hmm. and then you're walking and then you have to kick the soccer ball, but you're kind of sitting down. <laughs> See, I it's would very prefer uncomfortable. Th- well, maybe I wouldn't prefer that then. Yeah. And I feel was, like I prefer There was a version of that where you, you know, those weird square gym dollies that are invented yes. only for gym class? Yes. Where we you call did those it, stations or something, I oh. think. What are these? Oh, the ones where you, the wheels, they're on wheels. Yeah. Yeah. It's like so fun. Chair seat. Yeah. It was crab soccer, but like that. And then. You know, I think it was referred to as get your fingers run that over. Right. Exact, yeah. And I still Soccer, have yeah. memories of just all oh, the pain of getting run over. Oh, my God. Do they still have those? No. In, does every gym no. still come with a bunch of those? I doubt they it. They stop them because kids like lost their fingers and get oh, cut and stuff like that. Right. They're yeah, so like, no fun. like, yeah. yeah they're parachute? Did you guys happen. ever do parachute? Yes. Yeah. Best PE yes. day ever. I bet half the things we did as a kid, they don't allow That's anymore. what I'm thinking. I would enjoy PE in a litigious society. Did you play dodgeball? Uh, yes. yes. Well, yeah, we we dodgeball. I hated that. We had to call it bombardment. I've, I've heard we, that. We couldn't play dodgeball. We had to call it bombardment. Why? Does, Why? I think because they said the like, license you for can't, dodge? They just said, like, you can't play dodgeball, but we're playing this other game called bombardment. It's not where you get hit with a ball. Right. Yeah, where you still, it was the exact same rules as dodgeball, but a different name. Would you do it like on the basketball court where if you get tagged, you're around the perimeter, so yes. you're getting cross? Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Yes. Yeah. And then we played British Bulldog. What is that? that? Or Red Rover? Red Rover, yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. And British Bulldog was just, we just played tackle British Bulldog, which got ugly. (laughs) Yeah, Steal the Bacon. We played that one. What's that one? That's where you put an eraser in in the middle Mm -hmm. and you have two two lines. Steal the flag? No, no, no. Steal steal the Bacon is like it's an eraser in the middle of of the court and you call somebody out. And they run at it, and they have to like fight for the eraser and oh, bring yeah. it back to their side. All these like that. gladiator games. It was very yes. much like <laughs> I remember just like getting thrown to the ground. Yeah. We'd yeah. play, we'd play smear the queer, and <laughs> I'm sure that one yes. you can't play anymore. Smear, smear oh the, yeah, we did that one. Too. You played smear the queer, yeah. and smear the queer was there, it was just the stupidest game. You just <laughs> throw a ball up in the air. Everyone <laughs> in a just a scrum tries to grab the ball. Whoever gets the ball. Is the one everyone tries to tackle yes. until they yes. give the ball so up again. Horrible. It's the craziest. See, like, why would rules. you possibly want to catch the ball? <laughs> no, I don't know. No, but there so was, fun. There was, was always fun. a guy who just <laughs> had to get it and wanted to get the crap. You just try to get. You just try yeah. to run away from the crowd. As yeah, there wasn't long like you could. <laughs> I held it for seven minutes longer than anyone. There was no winner. Well, th- yeah. Obviously, what would happen is you'd try to you'd throw it up before they tackled you. Right. Right. But that's so because he. I'm a few years behind you. We we were already politically correct, and uh. we had we had to call it "kill the man with the ball." <laughs> we we, we should, yeah, well, we, I don't. You think... want to kill the man? Okay, that, kill it's the man. funny that that's, that's cool, not though. better. But see, I, I think I think I'm old enough that "smear the queer" wasn't a gay reference. I don't right. think it was. Right, it was it wasn't. "smear." It's like the odd person. Right. I don't think it was like. <laughs> like a yeah. a gay bashing <laughs> game. Yeah, it we, wasn't in our minds. Yeah, we couldn't. But we couldn't say it. We had to say "kill the man." Kill the man. Kill the man. That also it's sounds also, yeah. yeah, not okay. Yeah, no, when we played Smear the Queer, it was like we didn't even know what a queer no. was yeah, or homosexual. That, so. Like it, it was it's just it the, was not about. I mean, maybe its origin was about that. Whoever thought it up, so. it was about. No, it that, wasn't because my great grandmother would say everybody thinks I'm queer, and yeah. you'd be like, wait, what? And, and she'd be like, no, 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 I'm weird, you know. And you, oh, okay. Was Bye. she weird? She was very weird. Like yes. how? <laughs> she would do stuff like she told me that if I went on a mission, like an LDS mission that I served in Uruguay, that uh, that no one would be around to be married. So like when I got home, Wait, I would what? be single the rest of my life. 
Like wow. all the girls will be to taking scare you from these. going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she just told me randomly. Like, wow! If you go, when you get back, everyone's going to be married. They'll be married off. Did that happen in her time or something? It must have happened. No, I think she was just really old and weird. (laughs) And just weird. Yeah. What else? Sounds great. Uh, I'm trying to think. I I didn't hang out with her a lot. She was just, uh, you know, she had the typical, like, uh, racist issues, you know, where <laughs> racist just, issues. Yeah, where like <laughs> that's kind of like being racist. Well, it's just, I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like, it, and it was all just based on fear. Sure, it was just that she had never been around other races, mm-hmm. and it, she just was scared of them. She mm-hmm. just didn't know, you know. Yeah, and she had grown up in a neighborhood that was all white people, mm-hmm. and then by the time she was like ninety five. She, you know, didn't live in an area that was. So quite she'd as say really inappropriate stuff. Yeah, she would say inappropriate things. <laughs> Is that part of why she didn't want you to go to Uruguay? No, like if your mission had been to would, Sweden, would she? No, she wouldn't it? have known. But like, you know, she would have if it had been like Mexico or China or something like that. Then there probably would have been a reference of like, there's yeah. a lot of certain people there or something. <laughs> Chinese <laughs> people in China. Well, it would be more colorful than that. Yes. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, everybody's yeah. grandparents were racist, though. Yeah, like, like I said, I don't think that's I don't think it's unique. And again, it's it's more out of fear than anything else. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. she, you've never been around people. I don't know if maybe, but I think there's also. I look back, and even my progressive grandparents had a tinge of it, and I I think it was just the times there weren't people weren't they just didn't think about it the way we think about it. They weren't as aware of. You know, you could say things and it wasn't, no one would feel, um... Well, pre-civil rights, it was, it was super cool to discriminate against a lot of people. Right, but even post-civil rights. (laughs) Well, I think, I think nowadays too, there's just more communication in general. You're able to see more things. Yeah, it's like when you were saying the, the word retarded. Like, I never thought twice about saying, you know, retard or retarded until people pointed out to me that, oh, yeah, think about how that might sound. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I think one time I was in a, a meeting at my at work, and I, this is when I first hit, I mean, this is how recently that word has been, I've been sensitive to it. And I said the word in a meeting, and then later, like the next day or that day, I was driving home, and I saw one of the guys that was in the meeting with his daughter, I didn't even know he had a daughter who was clearly had Down syndrome or something. And my, I just felt like the biggest piece of shit because you're like, oh my God, this guy's life is caring for this girl, you know? And then he hears me say that word. I, what a asshole, you know? And so, but it's like, if you don't have someone say, hey, by the way, that can be offensive in this way. And then you mm-hmm. aren't sensitized to it mm-hmm. by feeling empathy for someone, you're not going to know. Like a douche. Yeah, but on the, and, and on the same side though, it's that same person's responsibility to not be offended. That person if, never said anything. If to someone's me. Yeah. not intentionally trying to be offensive, you know. I think it's not about being offended. It's I think I'm not worried about offending yeah, so much no. as it is I am dehumanizing slightly a person that he loves and cares about, and that hurts. Sure, you know I think there's too much emphasis on the idea of being offended it's just you don't want to hurt someone's feelings yeah, you know absolutely. that's what it is yeah. yeah agreed so i'm trying to figure out whether i can say this the following thing or not i don't think use i can the word honey <laughs> <laughs> it's not i did this tv show in canada where we talked it was a tv show where we talked about a lot of tv shows and we were talking about doctor who and you know how there's 
TARDIS, which is the I've actually never seen Doctor Who. I mm-hmm. feel like that yeah, might TARDIS be the most offensive the, thing I say. The, the, the phone, phone booth, right? The police yeah. box. So I made this joke. I didn't know. <laughs> but I said, that's retardis. Yeah. And Which they, would have been funny fifteen years ago. Well, this was actually a while ago. But it but they told me they had to cut it. They told me they yeah. they thought it was funny, but they had to cut it. Right. Mm. Yeah. And you know now I've I just think you you know it's I don't know it it's like people go oh, too much political correctness and it's like I get it but at the same time I I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings right. if I don't have to well that you know actually it's came like up. why why if you could choose not to why not just choose not to um that actually came up on the the Monday podcast with Aaron and Brian this because Aaron on a recent throwing shade episode was coming out into in. Def- in defense of political correctness Mm -hmm. which i agree with in general it's been turned into this form of censorship you know people the people who are it has been described as censorship i don't think that was the original point the original point was just like you're saying daniel not hurting people's feelings Mm -hmm. just being sensitive yeah i I have no problem with like i think any look you should be able to say whatever you want if if you want to use language like if you want to use the word you know fine but just know that you're hurting people's feelings like right it's i mean i don't believe in policing people's language and and we go way too far in punishing people for saying offensive things but at the same time it's like look you said something shitty take responsibility for it you can say it and people who have had their feelings hurt can react it's just civil society why do we have to get all worked up about it i just think in general if you can go through this world not indiscriminately hurting people yes. that's a better yeah. way to be yes. yeah and there are some there are people who will fight for their right to be pricks go for it do it but what is it buying you right oh boy see we did get political damn it <laughs> Man. all right i need to talk about how finding a gift the right gift for a guy can often feel impossible. It is hard to find something that feels really special, but also is useful and practical. However, Harry's limited edition winter Winston set makes a great gift. This is a, is a shave kit. It feels special, but it's practical. It's the unboxing experience will be unparalleled. It comes in. Yeah. It's like you just, you open it up. Feels like a gift. You open it up. It feels special. And it is useful. It's the box is beautiful. It's like blue and gray and black, masculine. and shiny. Um, and you can get your you can get it engraved. So this holiday, Harry's is offering the limited edition Winter Winston shaving set. It's a midnight blue chrome razor handle, which you can get engraved it's a nice, with initials. It's got good heft too. It's got good heft, it's yeah. Good, it, feels it really good. does. Yeah. It feels solid. Three of Harry's German-engineered five-blade cartridges that provide a close, comfortable shave. Foaming shave gel that smells amazing, which I kind of want to steal. Beautiful! It's a beautifully designed gift box. It's thirty bucks on Harry's dot com, and there's also other handles and sets starting at just ten dollars that would make great stocking stuffers. And as a special offer for my fans, uh, we've partnered with Harry's to give you five dollars off your order when you enter the code Allison A L I S O N at checkout. It really is a really good 
it just it's a really solid good gift and it's fun too because it's got all these little doodads and stuff it's pretty great uh free shipping ends on december 9th so act now go to harrys.com right now to get a limited edition winter winston shave set while supplies last and don't forget to enter the code allison a-l-i-s-o-n at checkout for five dollars off that's harrys.com h-a-r-r-y-s.com enter the code allison I have a great stocking stuffer idea for anyone who's looking for something. Your foot. Oh, that's good. You can stuff it. By the way, mm-hmm. I'm currently wearing maternity compression socks. Oh, my God. These are... Oh, I never did. How I are think they? Amazing. Really? Yes. I When I ordered them, I thought... The backstory is, I think you were gone when I explained... Because uh, I think Al was here, but Jenna, you were gone when I explained yeah. the level of swelling oh, that was happening. happening. Oh my god, it's so horrible! My feet—they look like they're wearing they until the compression socks looked like they were wearing fat suits. Yeah, I've never seen like a layer of fat on top of my foot and then no ankles. Like yep. it's almost cankles <laughs> is too kind. It was more like thigh, like thankles. It was like someone <laughs> took um, a big swatch of memory foam and glued it to the top of your foot. <laughs> it was horrifying. And I not totally and not know. comfortable. Yeah. No, it's so And it horrible. was happening every night. In fact, I felt it. I was in the shower one morning and I'm like, I feel like it's starting it's already. It's coming. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I bought compression It's like your socks. ankle got lost in quicksand. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and I would press my fingertips That's into the it worst. and then it would stay. Yes. Hence the memory foam. It was... And... Even though I know it's very standard for pregnancy, it would freak me out too. I, I kept thinking, this must be a sign of something horrendous, like a human living inside me. Yeah. Uh, so the compression socks, are they hard to put on? No. Oh. They, so I bought compression socks thinking, well, these are going to be super uncomfortable. Right. But I, just, I guess they're like a good idea. for your ankles. That's yes. how I imagine it. No, they are. I mean, they're fairly thin. I guess okay. they come in different gate, different levels of compression, mm-hmm. and the heavy, the more compression, you actually need a prescription from your doctor. Oh, I just ordered these on Amazon. Okay, click through my banner. I think they're called Preggers. Preggers, <laughs> some maternity cutesy. compression yeah, socks. Great. They're just white knee high socks. Oh they're gosh. not hard to put on at all. Good. They're surprisingly comfortable, and I'm actually comfortable. It's weird. Yeah, I am such an old lady, but I'm comfortable all day now. And then I take them off at night, and it's it's like waist trainers for my legs. Oh I take my them gosh. off at night, and I just admire my ankle, which totally exists now. Oh, I should have done that. Yeah, we next. Weird. Yeah, next pregnancy. I didn't even. I think it was. I think it was Shira actually, who's one who's a fan and listener of the show, who tweeted something about it. Uh-huh. I was like, I ha- it hadn't even occurred I, to me. I suggested it to you. Or it was Daniel, <laughs> who's my husband. Who tweet, you have to who tweet it to her yeah. if you want. Shira, yeah. Shira or your husband, same. To you, same. It, it's yeah, all... I didn't even know it was an option. Mm-hmm. Except Shira's been listening to the podcast. <laughs> she knows more intimately what's going on she in probably my life. closer to you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they sound actually really great. I uh, When we went to... I was six months pregnant maybe almost seven months pregnant my brother got married and we were down by the ocean and it was really humid and just kind of nasty and every day my feet just and my ankles just got bigger and bigger and then i had to go to this luncheon with all the ladies for like the bride and i only brought this one i had two dresses one was for the wedding and one was 
for this luncheon and the I luncheon. I can't even imagine having to go to a wedding while you're pregnant. It was how rude and the of pictures. Them. I know. Oh. <laughs> I had two weddings that summer, and the pictures are so horrible. Anyway, so short dress, Ugh. and I, I only brought a short dress for the luncheon, and my feet were so swollen I couldn't hardly get my sneakers in that I'd brought to wear, <laughs> and the sneakers had like cutouts, and my feet were like squishing through the cut. It was so. <laughs> it was honestly one of the most embarrassing. I just sat at the table like. I know I'm pregnant. I know I have an excuse for this, but I just am horrified yeah. beyond horrified. Yeah. It was horrible. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it gets better. <laughs> but not right away. That's no. the part that freaks me out. The I part know. that freaks me out is there's now, you're not the only woman who's been like, just wait till you start, wait till recovery. That's when it really gets terrible. That's was my, probably my least favorite part. Yeah. But my recovery lasted longer than it needed to. Because yeah. I didn't take care of some things. And then I ended up, it was like six months, which was horrible. Oh, my God. But, uh, yeah, you just, there's like a good four to six weeks of just. My eyes are so wide right and bear now. it. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, maybe you'll have a better experience. I don't know. <sighs> it's not. the bleed. It's the, it's the <laughs> super duper heavy period afterward that now I'm freaked out about. Yeah, I I wish I, there was something I could say. Like, I know. here's this trick, but it's like you just <laughs> there's nothing. You just bleed for four to six weeks. That just sounds miserable. <laughs> the one thing I did like about it was that you do feel like you're losing weight a lot because you're like bleeding and stuff's coming out because it's not just blood. Mm. It's like weird stuff, like chunks. Yeah, that sounds great. And but then every time like that would happen, I know it's really horrible. You Would guys. you get on the scale? Well, yeah, you'd lose weight. I lost like 20 pounds in a oh, month. Oh, that is appealing. Yeah. That is appealing. And then things like the swollenness, it's all going mm-hmm. away. Here's the thing, though. I keep hearing that they, and Daniel, your mom even told me this, which means it's been going on for a long time. Mm-hmm. They give you some kind of ice pack to stick in your crotch. Oh, yeah. You need it. Which feels really good. Uh-huh. It, it, people keep describing it to me as it feels really good. It, under normal circumstances, the idea of sticking ice in my underwear sounds you. so, so uncomfortable. So how friggin' uncomfortable must you be for that to be, well, think to feel what, better? The baby just came out. I know. <laughs> I, mean, I know, like, but you, I mean, I'm just somewhat, to oh a degree boy. that is already so yeah. painful that oh. the ice is like helping you, you know, put it back together. No, you want the ice. You want the I ice. I know, but all yeah. I'm saying is. <laughs> where you, where how, do you have to be for that to sound like a good. For what normally sounds like some kind, some form of torture, ice underwear, um, for that to be like, oh, this I, is a relief. How, how on fire is your crotch? Right. <laughs> no, the worst part. Well, there's so many bad things I could tell you and I probably shouldn't. But You probably should just so I know. Well, once you have the baby, I had... The I had the epidural still in me, so they take that out. But then I couldn't walk very well because I was like still sort of numb. Uh-huh. And so the nurse had to help. Well, Al and the nurse had to help me get to the bathroom because they wouldn't let me go to my recovery room until I had gone to the bathroom because I had Just had a pee, catheter. Right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I had to like struggle to the bathroom, go to the bathroom, and then the nurse basically does everything for you. She like wrapped she me you? up. She did everything. She like oh, swaddles she did you? Everything. She put the ice pack in. She put oh, the pad great. in. She put the underwear on. I mean... It's a whole new level of intimacy. It is like... <laughs> yeah. the, there is no modesty. No. They see everything. They do everything for you because you just... I just couldn't. I physically... After 28 hours, I physically could not do anything. I think my favorite part was before that when the nurse was just like, 
show me your boobs. <laughs> that was, uh, that was, like, was awesome. Do I know you? <laughs> Excuse me. She walked in, moved the sheet off me, and said, "Let me see your boobs." What? Did, what was she looking? For? She wanted to see if my nipples. Had, By the way, like, that's my move. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, They'd like to check to see if you'll be able to lactate. In, yeah, if in, I'll be ready to, for the, her to latch. For latching. What? Like, but do you know what it is she's looking for? I want to give my nipples a pep talk. Uh, <laughs> Perky, I don't know. What were they? I think they were looking, you know, looking for how much of Engorged a nip- yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah. Does it look like a hard nipple? It was yeah. it is so there's no modesty. Yeah. There's so many people that come in and look at you naked and you just go like, All right, this yeah. is happening. By the end you just lay there naked and you're like, Whatever. Come I don't on you don't even Students care. Students walk in and you're like, Yeah, come on in. You're from USC? Come on over. <laughs> yeah. It's so bad. This is what you've been reading about in all them textbooks. <laughs> It is wait. magical, and the baby is so beautiful, and you're going to want to snuggle it. I mean, I the, all of that was really horrible, right? And I even it was even more horrible because they have this numbing spray that they spray on you. And you are allergic and to it, And I was right? allergic yeah. to it, and I didn't know that. So I had, like, the double pain of that. And so that was really horrible. But even though, even with all of that, I sat in the hospital room. I almost said hotel room. It was not a hotel room. <laughs> the hospital room. It was 2 in the morning or 2.30 in the morning, whatever it was. And he'd fallen asleep and I was just holding this baby. And I had like an hour and a half of just like she and I staring at each other. Aww. And so even with all mm. that horribleness, having those like quiet, precious moments that I look back and think about Sam and think about how I was feeling, worth it. <laughs> worth it. Totally worth it. <laughs> That's right. Well, and we'll see if that's the true. cheese quota <laughs> has been fulfilled for the pod. Mm, I remember when we were taking the tour of the hospital, and yeah. there was the nursery, and there were those little babies the, in there. They were tiny. I mean, that's what you're going to have. Yeah, you're going to have a cute little, cute little guy. So yeah. I think I know what she's saying. There's something uh, I find a little bit liberating about being in a hospital where you lose your dignity completely. There's something... (laughs) You're not the one who's going to be doing that, I've gone through that in my life. And it's like um, (laughs) where I've had surgery and it's been Mm -hmm. very, you know. And there's something about like kind of going, okay, yeah, we're all just, you know... We're We try to pretend that we're so dignified and everything, but in the end, we're just we're just filthy monkeys what oh go ahead uh, that yeah. that part the hospital part is actually not the part that is freaking me out it's the coming home mm-hmm. recovery that's yeah, the, freaking me out the hospital is mm-hmm. great because the nurses are so adoring they, yeah you know everything you like you're awesome this is so great like oh isn't it wonderful they don't ever judge you they never look at you and think like well you could have done better you know <laughs> what i mean like it's such a and if we they get, boister you up and yeah. if we get w- the one nurse we met then we can have her perform a little one act that's right oh yeah you know contractions yeah mm-hmm. exactly about, well, just, yeah <laughs> perfect i can tell her that uh so this is the nurse that led the birthing class we took mm-hmm um, and I looked her up on Instagram. Mm. And now I know all sorts of things about her. I know that she's into weightlifting. Oh, wow. I know that she... Yeah, I, I was surprised. I know that she... Now she has short hair, but she recently had long hair. She pretty, fitness is pretty much her life. Oh, wow. And she, she, she pr- is she very to, fit? She... You know, y- yes, but she was wearing scrubs. Yeah. But I, I didn't... She. I mean, she was... She didn't read She was as fit, super, but she didn't read muscular. as super muscular. Hmm. I bet that helps, though, when you're on your feet all day at the quote-unquote baby factory, which was what she refers to it as. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. The baby factory. Let's uh, 
do you just mirror everyone but first follow me on twitter at allison rosen for the show's twitter feed at ariymbf jeff where should we go for you you can find me on Facebook and Twitter, Colonel Jeff Fox. And if you're a fan of the Larry Miller Show, the Larry Miller merch store is now open for business. LarryMillerShow.com slash store. Three hilarious new t-shirts, including the Keep Calm and Larry On shirt, available for dogs. Ooh, so, nice. Daniel? I am at Daniel Quants at Twitter and Instagram. And I'm uh, D Quants on the Snappy. D Quants on the Snappy. Oh, God. <laughs> Alan? I am at the hashtag Al everywhere. And Jenna? You can follow me at Jenna Kim Jones on Twitter and Instagram. And you can check out our podcast, Sorry Not Sorry with Jenna Kim Jones featuring myself and hashtag Al. And uh, all things about our lives and other fun stuff. Check it out. Perfect. Wait, hashtag it's hash- no regrets. It's hashtag Al. It's not the hashtag Al. Both. Um, he responds to yeah, both. Yeah, I'll answer to both. Okay, I really then. don't mind. I prefer the hash yeah. to gal. We do have snack chat stuff from Andrew in Tacoma, but we're going to have to wait and do that next week. But that'll be good because next week we have Andy Rosen, Elizabeth oh, Lane's nice. husband, mm-hmm. and he has a podcast where he oh, yeah. tastes stuff. I mean, mostly beverages, sometimes hot sauce. That's the name of it. Totally mm-hmm. beverages and sometimes hot sauce. But he's a, I feel like he'll be good at weighing in on snack chat. Totally. Good. All right. Perfect. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? All right. Mary says, rarely washes bed sheets, even though I spend eight plus hours a day there every day. Yeah, well, I definitely... I definitely don't wash them as much as I think. And I feel like when I first started doing my own laundry, which was college, <laughs> um, maybe okay. Everyone's nodding. That makes me feel better. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Normal. I was like, I went nuts and I washed everything frequently and I ruined a lot of clothes actually by yeah. shrinking them and like put it, like, I was, I was just, I was drunk with the fun of <laughs> washing, but I would wash my sheets all the time. Now I'd say we wash them like every couple of weeks. Maybe yeah. that's gross. We should wash our sheets more often than we do. But in college, I had a, the opposite experience. I went to college and would do the laundry I needed to. But then about probably three and a half months into the semester, I was like, oh, my gosh, no one is cleaning my sheets. Because right. I had completely forgotten <laughs> that that's a thing that I had to do. So mm-hmm. I probably only washed them like one time the entire semester. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely <laughs> when you're young. I was opposite of Allison where it's yeah, like... It's like- Never think to wash any. Oh, My freshman yeah. dorm was really close to where all the washing machines uh, were, so it was so convenient. I mm. couldn't not. I was so tempted. Yeah. Al? I, yeah, I grew up not washing my sheets that, I'm, like, <laughs> uh, that I can think of. <laughs> And uh, I think when I went to college, my roommate said like, ooh, I just washed my washed my seats. Isn't it the best? Like when you s- slip into a bed that's like totally clean, like the first night. And I'm like, Who was your roommate? My God. Just, like, what young guy says that? He was a weird guy. His name was Bump. We just called him Bump. <laughs> what was his name actually? Bumpford? Bump. Yeah. Bumpford. Brett. His name was Brett. But you we called, called him Bump. Bump. Yeah. Do you know why? Because uh, he said when he was like his whole family just called him Bump, and so like as a kid, I guess he bumped into stuff or <laughs> bonk, <laughs> bonk his head a lot. So we just oh, called him. That's such a terrible. We just called him Bump. Yeah, he was like a Bump. Loved his clean sheets. <laughs> I had I had weird roommates. That's sweet. Yeah. So uh, he was the one who introduced me to saying like, 
he was like, I can't wait to get into bed tonight, man. It's going to be the best. And I'm like, I don't uh, <laughs> identify with that feeling at all whatsoever. So, Even with clean sheets? No, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't like notice it. Like, I don't get into a hotel and be like, oh, these are clean sheets. I go like, they don't feel like my sheets. I don't like them. Right. I thought you were going to say, he's the one that introduced me to saying 24 by 7. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Dang it, bump. <laughs> you have to find out what bump's doing these days. He is a, oh, you know? wow. uh, he was getting a master's in like chemical engineering. Oh, wow. So he, okay. and, he, bump. and he spoke Taiwanese. And like so a- he was always like talking about going and working in a factory like in Taiwan or China as like a plant manager for a chemical company. That so he's yeah, now way. he's like a he's like a university guy. He works do, at a university lab. Do you think he still goes by Bump? And like, if his he name does. is it, in a journal, though, is he Brett, quote unquote, Bump last name? <laughs> he introduced himself as Bump. He, like everyone, he like he would we'd go out and he'd meet girls and be like, "Yeah, I'm Bump." And, like that oh was his gosh. name. His name was Bump. Yeah, I had a roommate named Bump, B, BJ, and Blake, all yeah. at the same time. Yeah, I had graduated. Well, Blake is a name. Yeah, no, Blake was <laughs> but normal, was the, but he had all these other, like, B. Yeah. They just called him B. And they're all mm-hmm. B letters. Bump, BJ, yeah. B, and, and Blake. Blake. Yeah, and I was, these guys were all, like, 25 or 27 in college, and I was 17, because I had, like, this was my first experience. What? I, I left high school early and went to, straight to college. But, wait, was this a dorm? No, I was. I lived off campus my first year. How'd you end up with guys so much older than you? They had a room open. And oh, it so was like, just... it was close. My older brother oh. was at the school and he said like, oh, this is a great place to live. They have a room open mid semester huh. uh, or mid year. And so I just like took this room this and had weird roommates. And you, you were rooming with BJ and the bump. I, I had my own, I had my room think my own room. Thank oh, Actually, yeah. I can see a 27 year old appreciating clean sheets. Yeah, he was older. Yeah, so I guess yeah. that makes sense. I figured 17-year-old bump with whom you actually share one room no. saying this. No, this guy was much older. He was more experienced in life. He we could appreciate those clean, things. Clean sheets are great when the bed has been made and it's tight and you are got to squeeze into the bed and they're clean and sort of warm. That's <laughs> awesome. But that is like one night you get that. Let me tell you what happened this weekend when we got home i have been gone for over two weeks Mm -hmm. and slept in our lovely bed for a very long time and i got into the bed and i'm like i can't find the sheet where is the sheet (laughs) and it was were you just pulling comforter yes and i can't find the sheet i can't find it and then i look to the floor (laughs) and it's in a ball (laughs) wadded up in the corner and i think (laughs) he never used the sheet the entire time i was gone i hate the sheet (laughs) Way too much of it. It serves no purpose. Wait, which sheet are we talking about? We're talking about the thin sheet? The sheet? Yes. Yeah, the not, sheet. The, not the fitted sheet that goes around the mattress. The sheet that goes yeah. between you and the comforter. You'd rather just the have comforter. the comforter? Absolutely. The sheet just gets in the way. <laughs> of what? The comforter? Of the comforter. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> you just want the comforted. Com- <laughs> the problem is I can't sleep with my feet covered. I get too hot. Oh. And so I constantly pull the Even when I out. make the bed nicely, he just pulls the sheet oh my right God. out immediately. What? Yeah. That... Yeah. that would drive me insane. Yes, Does it, how do you feel about it? it well, I stopped making the bed because I'm like, I can't take it. That's yeah. so crazy to me. Like, I'm the opposite where I, I get hot too, but the feet have to be covered. Oh, it's like yeah. they're the most vulnerable part. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're just hanging out and there's like monsters that can can reach out from under the bed and go, tickle, tickle. And, oh, but, no. but if they're covered, you're fine. Tickle monsters. No, see, I would rather have something across my chest than have my feet covered at all. It has to be really cold for me to sleep all the way under the covers. 
Huh. Yeah. So anyway, I just end up like, like get the sheet out of here and just give me the comforter. That's all I want. Mm. Yeah. So what'd you do? Uh, I was so, yeah, I just take the sheet for myself. <laughs> yeah. I like it. So much sheet. <laughs> <laughs> I like that Al said there's way too much of it. I like yes. it. Like, would you like a smaller sheet? No, it just gets all it just gets all bunched up. But I why don't, don't you get a, a a sheet for a twin size mattress? That's what we should do on a king size bed, and then we'll yeah, have solve, oh my God, solve a lot so of arguments. Bed chaos happening. Yeah, We've gone through uh, four or five fitted sheets in our marriage, maybe more, because Al has a tendency of rubbing his foot to fall <laughs> oh, I forgot asleep, about the shaking the foot. Yeah, so he shakes his foot and then rubs a hole in the sheet. Multiple sheets. <laughs> Has he ever started a fire doing this? <laughs> uh, I don't even notice it. I just like uh, it's usually it's when I'm in like that between state of like I'm not fully asleep, but I'm not at all aware. And usually Jenna elbows me and asks me if there's an earthquake, <laughs> and I go like I'm just going to sleep. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. All right, Celine Bobine or Bobin said I want it to be Celine Bobine, so it rhymes. Says. Since I'm binge watching, why can't there be an option to skip theme songs? So sick of it mm-hmm. after three episodes, especially Orange is, Orange is the New Black. Doesn't one of the services automatically skip the credits when you're binge watching? Oh, does it? I f- feel like I've seen that. I don't know of any that does that. Maybe it was Amazon. I don't know. I actually like the uh, theme song of Orange is the New Black. So I don't I do really too. mind it. I don't mind when the theme song comes on, comes on because, and by the way, I've, I'm losing the ability to speak. My mouth is doing weird things. I feel like that's a Twitter break. And also during the show is a Twitter break. <laughs> the entire <laughs> yeah. thing is a Twitter break. Yeah. I don't know. A good theme song. You can't it beat depends. it. Yeah, it I depends. It depends on the lights. show. Oh, he's got oh all my pumped. Gosh. Like, I know. He's just got all that guitar explosions in the sky. <laughs> And then I'm like, let's do this, Riggins. And he let's is. get ready let's to cry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've never that show, seen... I've never seen an episode of that where I haven't cried. It's just oh, like really? but, but yeah, it's well, I only watched the first season, but it's like every really? episode. That season is was so, so good though. Sad. I've never even seen a whole episode. Oh my god. I I'll come to... over and watch one with I, you guys. <laughs> I have the love that. I have it one. on Blue I know. I I started, I just didn't stick with it. Yeah, it's good. Maybe I'll get into it. It's pretty good. I it was a show that Alan and I really, really got into for a while. I was mainly disappointed when they would be leading up to a game and then the episode would end. And I'd be like, wait, the, there's no football this episode? Oh, would be so mad. What have I just done? Did I watch a drama on my own? <laughs> yeah. With no sports? You know what's a good show that Daniel and I just watched that will come up on our bonus Patreon TV podcast, Search Party on Oh, TBS. I don't know it. Oh, I wanted to watch that. It's really good. We just binged it. Mm. Yeah. I recommend yeah. it. Um, it. looked good. Okay, Ray Morgan says, when I spell the word people, I have to say in my head, P.O. plea. Oh. <laughs> this is a really good, this is like, this is a very vintage JMO, I feel like. Not old, but it just, it really encapsulates JMO. But no, I don't do that. Uh, I think I did that growing up. But I don't think, I just did P.O.P.L. Mm. P.O.P.L. is how you spell it. And then I always, once I learned how to type, I imagined every word that I would say typed because i got really obsessed with it for some reason like me with laundry i could yes i like couldn't everything i would type out in my head and so peopal feels really good Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i do that with wed wednesday yes wednesday Wednesday. i say i do it with that i I do do that too i'll say it out loud and then i'll do february yes Mm, that that one one i like for sure someone wrote in 
and I don't have it in front of me, but said it bothers him when people pronounce the name Dawn, D-O-N, like D-A-W-N, it's supposed to rhyme with O-N. And I wrote back and I'm like, don't they sound the same? And Dawn, said, Dawn. Oh, is that Dawn, what it is? Dawn. Is it Dawn. Dawn? Maybe Dawn. that's maybe maybe he has an East Coast accent. He's maybe Dawn. 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 I don't Dawn. know. With my California Dawn accent, Dawn. they're the same. They are the same. Don and Don. Don and Don are the same. Yes. Don and Don. But it, but, it, if, but if you're think. saying Dawn, Dawn, then it's different. But now, which one would Dawn be? Dawn. Is that how <laughs> anyone pronounces it though? Dawn. I feel like. Dawn. If hey, you're doing a hey, bad Dawn. Dawn. Hey, Dawn. Dawn. Dawn and Dawn. 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 Is, is when the sun comes up. Dawn. Dawn. <laughs> I don't get it either. Dawn. It's Dawn and Dawn. They're totally different. Dawn and Dawn. Okay. I'm glad. I feel like someone who would say Dawn would say that for both as well, though. I, I know, think- yeah. They probably would. This is... They'd say bruised by Dawn. That's right. <laughs> Maybe whoever said that can clarify what, how they're all supposed to be pronounced. Okay. Dan Keel Forsyth says, I rewash dishes when they get returned to me, even if they're clean, but I get offended at the idea of them doing the same. Mm, I, mm. I always rewash the dishes once they're returned, Yeah, but I would not be offended because I feel like, listen, I get it. You don't know where your dish has been. Yep. Yeah, and like the level of cleanliness, it's like when you start to have roommates, you go like, hey, did you just rinse water on that and not use a sponge or soap or anything like that? And that's <laughs> totally. what you call doing the dishes mm-hmm. because that's not clean. Like, I don't want to use that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true too. Dylan Rud- R- Rudiger or Rudiger says, pet peeve, when people use the word sheep as an insult, it's way overused. And besides, what did sheep ever do to you? I don't like when people use the term sheeple. That feels a little arch. Well, sheeple is almost a joke, like, you know, conspiracy theorists or whatever right. say sheeple. But, um, oh, I don't really have this issue. I'm okay with people with, with the sheep thing. Uh, yeah. She's, I don't know. Can someone use it as a, an example here? Like, like all oh, you sheep with yeah, your Friendsgiving. <laughs> you're just following the herd. You don't have a mind it. of your own. You oh. just go along with it. You know what? Um, Anytime you're at a like a, a football stadium or like a game or a concert where everyone's filing out and it's a whole bunch of people, you get all the people that go, Mo. You ever hear that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> As though they, it's like a joke yeah. they, they just thought of. It. Every time. Okay. Be like, are you calling me a cow? Right. I get, get it. Really like, offended. Cows. Ambivalent. How dare they? There is one. No, that's okay. There's one like that that I laughed at. That then I found out was like the New York version of Moo, which is when you're on an elevator and it stops it, and it feels like it stops at every floor. Uh, the local. Like, yes. <laughs> so riding local versus express yes. is a subway thing. But the first time I heard it, I was like, oh, that's so clever. But that's the elevator <laughs> version of Moo. There's always the first time you hear something. I mean, I feel like no one in the elevator made noise. And I was like, <laughs> it was such a good audience. <laughs> I encourage that person. And then you, yeah, that's that was your first week in New York when you laugh at that joke. And then the next week you were crying in the subway and yeah. you're like, okay, I fit in now. <laughs> and okay. then, the, then the, the fourth week, you're the one making that joke. <laughs> Ambivalent Monkey says, for each daughter was unreasonably excited to learn if she was right or left-handed. Hashtag dad chat. I didn't even, you know, until reading this, I wasn't, I didn't, it didn't even occur to me 
That, oh, yeah, that's a thing. Our kid will be one of them. Mm-hmm. We think Samantha is left-handed. Uh-oh. Did you throw her a ball? Yeah. <laughs> um, she just seem, tends to grab things with her left hand. Yeah, or she'll grab often. it with the right and then pass it to her left mm-hmm. to do things. Interesting. Yeah. We've gone back and forth. We've been, Sometimes no, she's, right-handed. she's right-handed. Right now, no, we're on the left-handed theory. Mm-hmm. Now, Jenna, you're left-handed. Yeah. Yes. Is it hereditary? <clears throat> no one else in my family is left-handed, just me. So I don't know. Hmm. All right. Lila Rolling Stone says... Ignore hobos asking for money in front of Starbucks every day. On Thanksgiving, suddenly grow a heart and start throwing money at them. Throwing money at them? I get what she's saying. I don't feel like that's throwing, showing heart. You get what she's saying. Yes. It's the holiday season. I think that's normal for the holidays. Yeah. Totally. Yep. In New York, I pass by this woman and normally I'm, I usually just kind of go on with my day and ignore a little bit, which I do feel bad about, but... All she asked for was, does anyone ha- does anyone have a bottle of water? And for some reason, that That's request so innocent, yeah. just like broke me in half. And I had a bottle of water that I hadn't opened. And I, I like went half a block and then was like, I got to give her this bottle of water. All she wants is a bottle of water. And I gave it to her and it was one of the more fulfilling things I've done in a very long time. Because That's it was so, nice. so I, well, I'm not trying to congratulate myself, but it was just one of those moments where you go like, all she wanted was water. It wasn't like, I mean, yeah. gosh, water. Yeah, how can you judge somebody for wanting right? water? Right, like, like, oh my gosh. Yeah. You I have a- to have water. I feel like I have, I'm kind of hard-hearted or cynical when it comes to people begging, especially mm-hmm. if I'm in my car. Yeah. Because then I, I feel nervous about rolling down my window. Yes. I, I don't know. It did like the whole thing. I feel like there's like someone's up to something. There's a scam. And then I was thinking, what skin is it off my back? Really though? Let's say it is a scam. So I've wasted a dollar. Like who cares? Maybe right. it actually is helping someone. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I, in general, I just kind of, I'm like, I don't see you. I don't see you. I'm in my car. For me, it's, uh, I have been burned. Uh, yeah. and so I'll, I don't want to engage, out of the risk that they're crazy yeah, or they are con artists or something where it's not just a dollar. It's they follow you home and then they try to rob you or they do. That actually like, happened to you, right? That happened. Yeah. And so it's like I, because that happened now, I never, so I will never engage. It's not that I don't care, you know, but, and I feel bad if they're truly suffering and starving and mentally ill, but like, it's too chaotic. It can be too chaotic a situation and too difficult to manage when it's someone who is genuinely mentally ill or yeah. is is go- wants to take advantage of you. Um, and it hasn't just happened to me. I mean, it's happened to friends of mine as well. So it's so scary. Yikes! It might just be an LA thing. I don't know, but yeah, it's. it's uh... But I had a friend when I first moved out here who he was, you know, Christian, and his whole thing was anytime he saw a panhandler, he'd be like, "All right, I'll buy you." food i'm not gonna give you money like and he would take them to taco bell or whatever was there and he'd buy them food i thought you were gonna say the opposite because i had one time where i had an extra bagel and i tried to give it to a homeless person and Uh he refused it. well so he found that oftentimes (laughs) yeah he found oftentimes they wouldn't want the food you know right but 
he would or he if they did, if they refused he'd give them a card for a shelter nearby or something like that. There was like, one, I don't have the patience. There was one time we Al and I went out to eat and he ordered extra food and I was like, "Whoa, that's a lot of food." And in my mind was like secretly judging him for ordering so much food. Like, "Come on, we don't need that much food." <laughs> and then we pulled up to a corner and he's like, "Oh, I saw this woman on our way in and I bought extra food to give to her." And I was like, "I'm the meanest person <laughs> in the world." He was. That was part of the gaining the upper hand in the marriage. <laughs> oh, process. I can't believe you judged me silently. Where, where was this food from? It was like PF Chang's or something, <laughs> yeah, or not whatever. Panda yeah, Express Panda Express, whatever that place is. Yeah. So, but it was I, so yeah. nice. He thought ahead, and it was unbelievable. Anytime I see somebody with kids, I just yeah. feel like mm-hmm. I don't care what the scam is. You clearly need help. So I don't care if I see kids with them. Then it's like. Thankfully, I don't see kids very often. Yeah, it's rare. That. Yeah, it's not as common, but that one really uh, right. just, yeah, pulls me the wrong way. Yeah. So. Um, J-Mo's for A-Rose says, start worrying about what I forgot to pack the second I leave home. I actually don't. It depends where I'm going. I don't do that this much, though, because I, I don't do that yeah, so much anymore because I feel like wherever you're going, you can pretty much get what you need. Unless it's like... There's a work thing and there's equipment you need or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I'll do that checklist. Like, oh, did I bring the ticket or did I, you know, the charger? Now, everything. Yeah, I worry more about what I didn't do at home. Like, if I left a candle oh, burning, yeah, if insane. I didn't, <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. In. I'm yeah, did it, that. did I turn the faucet off in the bath? You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. Leave the oven on that I haven't used in know, a really that's long the other time. Thing is like, it's always, uh, I always do the straightening iron thing and then I go like, oh wait, no, I packed my straightening yeah. iron. You dumb dumb. If you're gone for a while, there's that half of me is expecting the place to be flooded oh, or yeah. burned to the ground. Absolutely. Yeah. I worry about that all the time. And lastly, Emmy Daw says, passing through car seat aisle at Target and thought that looks comfortable. Hashtag five footer. <laughs> That looks comfortable. Yeah, she's she's five feet and she looks oh, okay. they look comfortable. Sometimes some I think some of them do look com- more comfortable Sam, than others. We just got Sam a new one. It has like cup holders. It's kind of soft. I think it sounds great. Who whose <laughs> whose beverage is going in these cup holders? Bottle. We well juice box. We actually have it's the now the snack cup holder. It's a <laughs> snack holder yeah. because I just throw like the little puffy whatever she's eating in there and then she serves herself and it's <laughs> oh awesome. But now when you put her into the car for like a short trip, she <laughs> right. immediately is like reaching in there and it's that's empty. The and she's she like, that's the first thing she checks. Like, oh, that's sweet. We're going in the car and then she's just like digging around the and she thing, can't find anything. The thing she won't drive with my grandfather, she just find ashes and cigarette butts. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a dog to tell you guys about. You are a dog. Poop on your bed. You are a dog. Poop on your bed. A doggy dog. Poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Poop on your bed. That's what you are. Poop on your bed. You are a pooch. An ugly mutt. You come inside. You come inside. With poop on your butt. With poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Dog, 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 That's what you are. That's what you are. Whiskey is part of the downy animal training. What am I saying? I don't know. I need to, excuse me, hang on. I need to come back into my brain. More and more, I feel that I am losing brain power. And my understanding is that if you have your child, it doesn't come back. Oh, it comes so back. It does? Okay. Oh, for sure. Okay, good. Because I was ready back. to kiss my brain goodbye. No, no, no. It started coming back at about six months for me. 
six months after Sam was born. Uh, yeah. You guys, it's going to be a long time. And I'm just getting, <laughs> I'm getting stupider and stupider and more and more forgetful and more spacey. But anyway, my friend Laura London is a dog trainer and she works with dogs at the Downey Animal Shelter. Um, so you can go there and you can adopt a dog that has been trained by a professional dog trainer and you get uh, assistance transitioning the dog into your home before and after the adoption. And it's awesome because normally at a shelter, you do not get this kind of uh, support and stuff. But anyway, Whiskey is a dog that you should check out. He is a Sharpay mix. He's a 10-year-old senior male. He was an owner surrender, which just breaks my heart. Um, and he's cute, silly, and active. He came into the shelter as an owner surrender just before Thanksgiving. And I'm reading this from his profile. We want to find him a new family by Christmas. It may take a Christmas miracle, but he's worth it. He hasn't had any formal training and is a blank canvas. In our training program, we will work to give him a good sit-down, touch, and whatever else we can teach him to take him to his new home. Um, so he's he's playful, he's friendly, he's 10 years old, and he's a medium-sized uh, dog with short brown fur, Sharpay mix. Check him out. Go to shelterme.com slash downy slash whiskey training program. Shelterme.com slash downy slash whiskey training program. Or there'll be a link on the episode summary on my website, alisonrosen.com. Okay, you guys, thank you so much for being on the show. <laughs> Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Allison Rosen.